Welcome back to the Pop Chart, a podcast discussing everything at the top of our charts in pop culture this week. My name is Ezekiel Gutierrez. And I believe whatever doesn't kill you simply makes you stranger. Nice. Ooh, the the gruff in your voice at that last one. Nailed it. I've been thinking right. a lot also about... Also known as Brendan Toto. Oh yeah, this is Brendan Toto. I've been thinking a lot about that movie recently because the... Uh, for those of you who don't know, it's like impossible right now for Christopher Nolan fans to see Oppenheimer in 70 millimeter because uh, you can only sh- with with a three hour long runtime of Oppenheimer, they can only show it four times uh, a day. And film fan, it's it's a good it's a good and a bad problem, right? It's mm-hmm. great that people are like absolutely showing up for this movie. Right. Uh, it's bad because you have to wait like weeks and weeks to see it, but um imax just announced that they are basically kicking movies out that were supposed to take up the imax screen so like blue beetle was next and they're like bye it's we're gonna keep oppenheimer to the end of the month and because of the popularity of the 70 millimeter they're talking about some theaters are i guess mulling over the idea of like hey these 70 millimeter prints hold up really well so we still have all this backstock of like Christopher Nolan's 70 millimeter, like Interstellar, Dunkirk, freaking The Dark Knight. I was like, I would love to go back and see The Dark Knight again in 70 millimeter because I remember yeah. doing that the first time. And it was mm-hmm. like awe inspiring. So yeah, good, good pull. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so what are we talking about this week? So we are here to talk mostly about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem, the newest That's movie. Right. Uh, in theaters now we saw it 48 hours ago so i know i don't know about you but i'm still on the high of some tmnt goodness <laughs> like, yeah that, like that little arrow on on our logo you know yeah look it's, at that it's going up it's trending it's trending in our hearts right now uh yeah. but before we do that it is time again to play the game hashtag taglines <laughs> Explain uh, explain to the people what hashtag taglines is. So yeah, for regular listeners of the show, this probably goes without saying, but hashtag taglines is a game where we use the taglines of particular movies, usually with the theme, uh, and we try to guess the movie by just the tagline alone. And usually when we have a theme, it makes it a little bit easier. Uh, I once again uh, forgot to do multiple choice. Uh, so we're just going to have to go oh, off yeah. of a theme. So did I. So did I. <laughs> forgot that we were supposed to do that for each other. Um, but for this week's theme in celebration of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I decided to make my selections have either the word teenage, mutant, ninja, or turtles in the title uh so it makes it a little bit easier to guess what is your theme for the week my theme is seth rogan right (laughs) so so seth rogan is responsible for the story for for the story for this one um so my my theme is seth rogan so it it, it doesn't need to necessarily have appeared in it he needs to be at least part of the creative team behind it Sure. Okay. That is uh, I, I think you might you might beat me on this one this week. So uh, why don't we start with mine so we know how many I'm going to fall short by. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Come on. Sound good to you? It, that sounds fine. <laughs> All right. Starting with the very first one. Uh, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Discover the hero just beneath the surface. Discover the hero just beneath the surface. 
Teenage Mutant Ninja <laughs> and Turtle. Yeah, that's right. It's that's in the name of the movie. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Discover the. Hero I'll try to give you hints if you need hints, but like I'll surface. do the best I can. I'm think it's got to be a turtle thing at that. Uh, it's it's um, it's a movie from this year. Teenage Mutant. It's an animated movie. Okay. (laughs) I've only seen... Uh, It's not Pixar. (laughs) What the heck? Uh, I haven't the slightest idea. It's Ruby Gilman, Teenage Kraken. Kraken. The Kraken movie. That's right. Because, like, when I was trying to pick them out, I'm like, wasn't there a movie that had teenage in it that just flopped pretty hard? Wait, that movie came out? Yeah, it's already been out. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that did not. Yeah. Okay. So, sort All of right. on the radar there. All right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next one is, it's time to face your demons. It's time to face your demons. This is a movie from 2020. So though, not even that old. No, though it was supposed to come out uh, several times before that, I'll say. It was oh. delayed multiple in- instances. Oh, wow. Dude. It's got an actress from Game of Thrones and an actor from Stranger Things. Stranger Things, Game of Thrones. Teenage. One of the last movies released by 20th Century Fox before the purchase. I don't have a freaking clue. It's not the X-Men, but it's the New Mutants. New Mutants. (laughs) Oh, that one. I watched it. I don't remember any of it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. Zero all right. for two. Here we go. <laughs> Zero for two. We might be okay. I'm feeling feeling all right. Yeah, you're gonna cr- I, think you're gonna, I think you're gonna crush them. Dude, I thought you were gonna crush these. Maybe you know the what? multiple choice thing is what I yes, should have done. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh this one is he puts the mortal back in combat. He puts the mortal back in combat. This is an older movie, it's from 1997. It's a relatively breezy 88 minutes. Oh, nice. And it's a comedy. Mortal back in combat. Yeah. I would say something about like Ninja Warrior. It's a comedy? It's comedy starring the late Chris Farley. Oh, Beverly Hills Ninja. <laughs> that it is. It's Heck Beverly yeah. Hills Ninja. <laughs> That's a great tagline. <laughs> yeah. He puts the mortal back in combat and you want to know something i i feel like i may have used this tagline on best geek vlog ever yeah i'm like i feel like i use beverly hills ninja i like i don't know for whatever reason i keep going back you're drawn to (laughs) to some chris farley classics i i love that movie so much i love chris farley i miss him boy oh boy can you imagine shrek with chris farley oh man yeah it sounded so good that test footage is just like man what a difference a totally different thing why is he scottish anyway <laughs> yeah. um all right so this next one is mysterious dangerous reptilious you've never seen heroes like this 
an incredibly original tagline, right? This one is from 2014. It's Reptilious. from yeah, it's from Jonathan Leapsman. Oh. Wow, I'm bad. It was today. released. It was released by Platinum Dunes. Oh boy. I mean, is it the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle live yes, action? Yeah, it's the <laughs> Michael Bay <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Gotcha. With All emphasis right. on the Ninja Turtles. Right. <laughs> All right. All right. Nice and little be- curveball. A little curveball there. Yeah, just, just, just a little. I think that was number four. Uh, so you got two out of four. So for three out of five, uh, I think I've got two choices here. And I, I feel like I need to go with this one. Surf's up. Time to save the world. Surf's up. Time to save the world. This is again an older movie released in 1993. Uh, speaking of Ninja Turtles, it actually uh, stars Ernie Reyes Jr., who, if I'm not mistaken, was one of Kino? the turtles. Uh, Kino as Here's well. But Kino was... and is one of the turtles, the stunt yep. turtles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's right. Surf's up. Time to change the world. Time to save, save the, the world. world. That's right. It's either got teenage or mutant or ninja or turtles. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. Uh, no, absolutely no clues. I, I'm, my guess is that ninja is the one. Is it the word it's, ninja? It's surf ninjas. That's a movie. <laughs> You're not familiar with surf ninjas. I, I haven't the slightest idea what that is oh yeah like like i said it stars ernie reyes jr from the secret of the use i remember the trailer for this movie playing every time i watched secret of the use on vhs so <laughs> while i maybe saw the the movie once i totally saw that trailer f like oh, so much funny. from repeatedly watching uh ninja turtles 2 secret of the use but man like yeah that's some solid synergy right there for sure they're the like next thing yeah you're watching his movie now See the next? <laughs> nice. so wow yeah wow. i really thought that i was giving you uh some softballs there nope. but i probably should yeah probably should have done the multiple choice Sorry. i got one you got two you got two okay two all right yeah. sir original ninja turtles and you did um uh beverly hills that's ninja. right beverly hills ninja all right all right uh ninja, all ninja, right ninja. <laughs> mine is seth rogan movie so either yep. A part in the creation and the creative team or front and center as an actor. Sure. All right. Your first one, sir, is. Mm-hmm. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. I did not. Oh, that, that's your. Oh, hi, oh Mark. my God. Oh, hi, that Mark. is the tagline that, according that... to Letterboxd. That that's amazing, but like that sounds like the disaster artist. It is the which, disaster artist, uh, yes, sir. Which is him and the Franco boys doing um a take on the best worst movie of all time, The Room. Yes. Uh, if I'm not mistaken. Uh have you seen the video from Fact Fiend about the creator of um uh, the room, Tommy Wazo? I don't it's it's possible there was a time there during like the early 2000s where I was 
far more obsessed with Tommy Wiseau than I should have been. <laughs> there was a huge resurgence of fandom of the room. He got his own YouTube show for a yeah. hot second that was exactly as great bat slash bad as you would imagine. Yeah. Um. So it's possible that I've ingested most of. I I've interviewed him before. Uh. Yeah. You've, I was at the Sunset Five. To... I have. I was at the Sunset Five. Uh, where they showed it, you know, the once once a month at midnight, um, and all five screens. I don't know if the Sunset Five still exists anymore, but all uh. five screens were there, and he was there every Saturday that they played. Just being with the people, uh, <laughs> we we talked to him. He was talking to people. He was the, he, you know, he was the star that he deserves to be for one night a month. Sure, sure. thousands of people were there to see him, and so, um, back in the day, I I got a chance to be in his presence a little bit <laughs> yeah sure. fun stuff fun sure stuff. like i just remember seeing and hearing about the production of this movie and mm-hmm. um how like where did he get all the money from and he's just like ha, 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 don't worry about it yeah right what oh, country yeah. are you from tommy oh you know this place it's the thing he, he's been on record saying he's a vampire from transylvania <laughs> and i believe it what if johnny is vampire yeah he's a vampire <laughs> Anyways, that's the disaster artist. That's the disaster artist. Boy, that's the oh one boy. right there. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Ready for your next one? Indeed, I am. The tagline for this movie is always use condiments. Oh, I believe that is Sausage Party. That is Sausage Party. Yes, sir. Yeah. Sausage Party, uh, uh, low budget animated, which you usually don't. Like they don't go hand in hand, and also it's a budget adult. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. is adult. it ever? Is it ever? Yeah, the climax of that film. Yep, that's it. Is, the, is the, climax the climax of that film? <laughs> mm-hmm. That should be that should be the tagline. <laughs> <laughs> that's fresh. Yeah, that's I should get one. in this business. Yeah, yeah, you should. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think these was going to be pretty easy because I maybe should have chosen some like. Apparently, Seth I, Rogen. <laughs> apparently I know more of Seth Rogen's stuff than I give myself credit for. Because I was like, what yeah. else do I know besides Superbad and The Boys? Right, right. Superbad and The Boys. <laughs> oh, no. Here it comes. Here's another one you're definitely going to get. This tagline is phenomenal. Okay. Phenomenal. Here we go. Yeah, I'm listening. The longer you wait, the harder it gets. The longer you wait the harder it gets. So he has to be in it, right? Like, it's not. it doesn't have to be like, he made it, he could be just in it? He could be just in it, and have nothing to do with the creative process, or he could be part, both, or one, or, you know. I mean, my gut tells me that's 40-year-old virgin. Is that your final answer? Yeah. It sure is the 40-year-old okay, yeah, virgin. Like, <laughs> I was like, I don't know how much he had to do with that. He know he's in it. He's definitely in it. Yeah. yeah. But that's so an this... Apatow joint. That is an Apatow joint all the way. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's one. We'll mm-hmm. see. This might, might be a little bit tougher. Okay, okay. Tagline for this film. Can a great man be a good man? That's Can it. Can a great man be a good man? Hmm. Yeah, this one might stump me. Uh <laughs> And give you a hint yeah because i was like the only thing that's coming to mind that's like not even no that's not even because i was like he did pam and tommy he's in pam and tommy but that it is, is based it is based on a true story huh can a great man be a good man 
I don't, I don't think I've got a guess on this one. So I will just say Pam and Tommy because like it's the only thing that I can think of. <laughs> this one is a 2015 Danny Boyle directed film, Steve Jobs, starring Michael Fassbender. What he's a good... In, yeah, he's, he's in was. He <laughs> is St- Apple co-founder Steve Wozniak. Yes, sir. Yeah, That's yeah, a great a... role for him. I was so excited <laughs> for him in that one. He, he I crushes it. I, I completely like erase that from what I think of. <laughs> of of yeah, your classic like Seth Rogen films. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Wow. Steve Jobs. Can't forget it, you know? Yeah. That's like uh that's like Jonah Hill's doing serious stuff. This is right, like right, 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 right. Seth Rogen doing his serious stuff. All right. Yeah. This one surprised me. I didn't realize uh well, I don't want to say too much. Anyway, okay. here's the tagline for number five. Mm-hmm. They bring you the news so you don't have to get it yourself. They bring you the news so you don't have to get it yourself. <laughs> they bring you the news. Well, see, okay. Like, he appears in one of the Anchormans, and I want to say it was Anchorman 2. Not the first one. I'm just going to say Anchorman 2. Yeah, it's Anchorman, but we're, we're going to give you that. It's Anchorman. It's, it's Anchorman. Anchorman. It's Anchorman. Yeah. Yes, sir. Well right. done. Thank you. Well done. Four Thank out you. of five. You only missed Steve Jobbers. Jabs. Yeah, because I forgot he was in it. I was kind of thinking like maybe you were going to throw me a curveball like Kung Fu Panda or something because he's he's the voice of Mantis in that. See, in that, I don't like I that came up and I was like, I don't have any connection to those movies at all. I, I honestly forgot bad. that he was even in that movie. <laughs> well, I mean, it's really more of a Jack Black thing, but, and then For also, sure. I think probably my favorite Rogan thing, Sausage Party is 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 up there, but I don't really think about it as often as I think of This is the End, and oh, sure. like, that thing is just so ridiculous and so funny, and I wish they would do another one. I saw a tweet once. That's like endlessly rewatchable. That movie yeah. so much fun. I, I saw I saw a tweet once where they like, uh, it might have been Jermaine again, where he sure. was just like, what what movie you think deserves a sequel where maybe they can make it more like an anthology with like the same group of people like playing oh, sure. versions of themselves, but in different situations. I was like, that would be great if they did that same thing. Yeah, like, that'd be cool. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be an apocalypse. Like an Edgar Wright thing where the, he's using the same characters, but they're not yeah. the same the same actors, but they're not the same characters. You could do the flip side is it's the same actors, but instead of the end of the world, it's this. Instead yeah, of that, it's this. Yeah, yeah. that'd be pretty I would cool. really like that. But... I would absolutely watch that. Yeah. If but you're like, listening... I left off the ones, you know, like the super bads. This is yeah. 40. He's been, yeah. he's been in a lot of things, man. He's. I think he was in Fifty Fifty as well. Fifty Fifty. Uh, Zach and Mary. Yeah. Zach and Mary too. Like might be. Well, actually, it's Kevin Smith trying to be Judd Apatow, uh, but like right. Because I remember listening to some of the Kevin Smith stuff where he was just kind of like, "Yeah, Judd kind of like stole my stuff, and I wanted to show him I can do it just as good." Yeah. And yeah, yeah I, I see what he was going for. But man, man, Rogan has had quite the career. He Goodness. sure has. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, good for him. Good and for now you. His, new, his newest thing is uh, pretty much my favorite thing he's ever been a part of. Like, pretty much without question. You mean so, you mean this this thing? That one right there. That's it. That says it all. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Man- Mayhem. Hey, hey, look at that. Oh, oh, oh. I got one too. Yeah. So let's talk about it. Like, yeah. Ninja Turtles background. Your experience, go. 
I could probably fill one whole episode talking about my connection with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Well, um, that's what this is, isn't it? That's true. It's it's our it's our damn show. So uh, it goes way back. I of all the things of all the intellectual properties that uh, many of my friends and family. Uh, you know, cling to, they associate themselves most with that. For me, without question, it is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, right? I grew I grew up with that. I had the bed sheets. Um, but it was more than that. Like, I just, I, I wanted all the things in my face. I wanted the cartoon. I wanted the movie. I wanted the toys and all that stuff. Um, so growing up, um, when I, when the toys came out, when the play, um, what is it? Playmates. Playmates. Toys yeah. came out to to promote the cartoon, which is an interesting thing. I, I recommend uh, listening or watching Netflix's The Toys That Made Us. The first episode is of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle toys. And I yeah. think that sheds a lot of light on how those toys even came to be. They were literally a marketing uh, marketing tool or the, the, the show. The, the show was a marketing tool for the toys. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very interesting. Um but I grew up collecting those. Well, not collecting those. I was a kid, so I wanted to play with them. But mm-hmm. uh, my my father, in in all his wisdom, for whatever reason, thought that it was it would be <laughs> ideal if, you know, when I saved up to get one, or whether it was my birthday or something, we would go to like KB Toy Store, um, and I would get a new one, right? And then I noticed that he would get one, and so I always clocked that as a kid, where I was like. Okay, he's got another one. Maybe that's a backup when I eventually break these or wear them out or lose them. And he'll just have a backup ready to go. Here you go, Maybe son. it's a backup. Yeah. So I remember growing up with the toys. I played with all of them. I had most of them. Um, but I always knew somewhere there was fresh ones that hadn't been played with yet. So I remember I would like lose them or they would break or I'd lose the parts and I'd be like, dad. I know you got those somewhere. I need Donatello's bow staff. I lost it. And he was like, I literally have no idea what you're talking about. Or he would just be like, no, that's not what they're for. And I was like, what do you mean? That's not what they're for. That's to be played with. Right. So flash forward, my obsession with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles has never waned. Even, even in the era of the, the Michael Bay produced films, I, I'm that, I'm that person. Like, you know, you're, you're pure like fandom person for like Star Wars or something where yeah, I can nitpick things that I don't like about it, but at the end of the day, I'm happy that it's it's existing um, because I just love these characters so much. Um, yeah, so, in wrestling, we call you a, a hard mark. You're a hard, hard mark. mark for Ninja Turtles. I, I am. <laughs> um, I've collected, you know, Donnie's right here behind me. I've got the NECA 1990s Secret of the Ooze guys back here. You know, I've got the... You know, the new guys are right here. Um, <laughs> so I I just I just love this franchise so much. So flash forward to I want to say my th- about my 30 or 31st birthday or something. I, I was in my, just turned 30, I believe. Mm-hmm. And my dad's cleaning out the garage. Uh, he's doing a lot of work. And I had forgotten about the potentiality of these things existing. And my dad calls me and says, hey. Uh, there's a bunch of crap in the garage. I need you to come and get it. And I was like, oh, shoot, I'm, I'm sure there is. You know, I haven't lived in that house for d- over two decades or whatever. Let me go mm-hmm. get this stuff out of their house. And he he's showing me all the stuff. I'm like, trash, trash, trash. I'll keep that trash. Cool. Is that it? He's like, nope, there's a box over there. Open it up. 
and I I get like emotional talking about it. In the box is everything that he put aside. When when I got a toy, he pulled one off and he put it aside. And so here I am, I'm 30 years old, and everything comes flooding back to me. All of the toys that I ever had, there were these, they were sitting there unopened. And I don't know, like at the time he wasn't like a collector. He didn't know that this could potentially be something. He just did it. Uh Um, And I don't even know if he remembered that those were in the back of the garage. Yeah. But I open it and I just, I immediately, I'm like bawling my eyes out. Cause I'm like, this is my childhood in a box. How did you have the foresight to like, know that I would absolutely be emotional about this? I don't know. He was just like, I don't know, dude. I just, you liked it. I saved it. I didn't know what we were going to do with it. And here there's like 50 of these toys now. And now as like a person who loves collecting stuff for their value, not mostly for me, it's sentimental value. I have no intention of selling any of these things. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm overwhelmed. Yeah. Um, turns out the dude went one step further from a collector's mind. Uh-huh. He never pulled one off of the pegs. For whatever reason, he would ask, hey, do you have any in the back that haven't even been touched by people? I have half of these things, my friend, who that are unpunched. <laughs> unpunched. Mint condition. 1990s Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle toys. I I should have them. I should be showing them to you because they are phenomenal. Um, Again, I have no intention of being like, yeah, I'm going to cash in one of these days. No, these aren't aren't going anywhere. These are mine. Um, (laughs) So the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are incredibly important important to me. Um, Donatello is my favorite character. Mm -hmm. The color purple is my favorite color because of that. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, I... They that that is my thing. Yeah, right? people have Star Wars. People have Harry Potter. They have Star Trek. They have Spider Man. As I can understand, people like when I'm watching this movie, I can understand like what people felt when they're like, "Oh my God, it's been so many years since I've seen my favorite character on screen." It's overwhelming. It's amazing. Oh, it's like I'm oh. sitting in that movie theater watching Mutant Mayhem, and my face hurts, and I don't know why it's hurting, and then I realize. I'm just smiling at everything. <laughs> now I'm laughing because the movie's really funny. It's really mm-hmm. great, but I'm mm-hmm. just happy. I'm just happy to see these characters and they're sure. handled they're handled with such love and care and appreciation because I think that, you know, Seth Rogen has that same affinity for these characters and it's it's just handled so well in the same vein that I think like you know, Spider-Verse is handled with people who right. truly understand who these characters are and want to take care of them, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what I felt like. that That's my history with this. This is absolutely my favorite TMNT thing ever. And I have a soft spot for all of them, mm-hmm. right? The 1990s film is like, come on. I literally was re-watching it again and it was like, I don't care what anyone says. It doesn't hold up well. It's janky. It's corny. It's, it's to me, it's perfect. Mm-hmm, <laughs> this is mm-hmm. This is right up there with it, man. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, well, I think I should be clutching my souvenir popcorn tin as well while I, I spend as much time gushing over it and mm-hmm. and uh celebrating the turtles with you because I'm I'm right there with you. Like we, we had the lucky fortune to see this movie with both our wives. Yep. And I feel like we probably had that same conversation at a certain point where it's just like, listen, 
I understand this is a property that may not interest you, mm -hmm. but it's something that's incredibly important, near and dear to my heart. And it's one of the things that, you know, through my life has brought me friends like you that I mm -hmm. can connect with and share. Like when you describe that situation, I can feel beat for beat, like what that must've felt like. Mm -hmm. And if that was me and how, you know, happy, jealous I am about it. Like, <laughs> right, right. You have unpunched, unpunched. original <laughs> in box. Yep. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, like uh, as we seem to keep coming keeps coming up on the podcast like life is changing having having a child of my own starting to you know look in this next phase of life I need to provide this sort of situation for my kid and now I know that that's a great idea do it. that I need to do, <laughs> do it, for my boy um and just again to like stress how important it is to like yes it's uh mass media yes it's uh consumerism because of the whole like advertisement angle of it but like if it meant something to you, if it connected something to you and it helped create friendships and like joy in your life when maybe there's not a reason to be happy or joyful mm -hmm. or, you know, like lighthearted, then that to me is ultimately putting good out there. And my God, this movie, like so much good in it. Like you said, the characters are treated with respect. Uh, they're they're also like adding to the canon of yeah, the uh, mythos of the turtles uh, yeah, grows yeah. and I and, love it. And, and like, that's what I think has been great about the turtles over the years with, for me. Um, I also had a massive collection of turtles figures from the ones that squirt water out of their mouth to yeah, the yeah. ones that like you have covered in ooze and stuff. Yeah. Come hell like, yeah. The little the ooze. <laughs> yep. And then, and then it even extends to like the point where like, Oh, I never got the turtle blimp and the turtle van. I always wanted the turtle van. Like why? I don't want a minivan in my regular life. Why do I want a minivan <laughs> in fictional toys? Like it's right. so it's so backwards, but yet that's what that's for whatever reason has always been the magic of the turtles. Uh, 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 even learning more about their almost backwards creation, where mm -hmm. they're kind of making fun of the trends that I didn't know because I wasn't reading comics at the time, um, where it was sort of a satire, and then it became this whole other thing when they tried to commercialize it yeah. and that's really surprising to me that commercialization usually it means the bastardization of right. a property and yet they found something in, like they made a special sauce and they just have been able to distill it every time for me from the 90s movies all the way up until now uh brief recap then um i really enjoy the first one number two has got to be my favorite even if it is potentially you're talking about not... the original live action. sorry yes the live action the jim henson of it all the fact that those were guys in costumes and yep. you could tell me as a kid those are guys in costumes and i still went nah. how did they do that yeah like if that's a costume what exactly and no that doesn't make any sense it's magic right yeah yeah, 100%. yeah secret of the ooze is the high point of those of those of yeah. those original three and yeah. it's interesting jim henson i've been seeing a lot of the 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 uh the promotional turtles of people in suits for mm -hmm. this movie mm -hmm. um was also created by the henson company so they, they look great, you know. They they, they look cartoony because obviously the the film is animated. Um, but it's interesting to know that like the Henson Company had both like like the bookends of the first one and this last one. Most recently, yeah, for Most sure. People. 
And then the one that I think doesn't get discussed quite as often because of the Michael Bay movies of it all uh, is the 2007 animated from Inaji. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it correctly. Yeah. But that one also just so solid from the design to like, and I didn't think I was going to like it at the time, to be honest. I saw it was like, cool, it's a Turtles movie. But again, when they get the characterizations right and it's fun and like... You know, there's references to other things that have come before, but they still add something new. That's what you always have to do with any good property, I would say. Yeah. And that one nailed it. This one nails it as well. I uh, I can't say enough good things about it. I, I think the best thing I could say, the best review I could give it is it's just like a bottle of joy. You know, just yes. go in there. It's just fun. Right. Yeah. What exactly is there to criticize? It's a movie about the turtles and they... <laughs> They they actually are a little bit more turtle-like, and it's not so kid-focused that you can't enjoy it as an adult. Um, oh, I, no, I think I think this movie goes to places I was not expecting, even from the mind of Seth Rogen. Right. And, you know, we're in 2023, and teenagers are a different, you know, they're just different um, than I think we were as teenagers. But Oh, yeah, for um, sure. So this movie does have some, like, right-on-the-line jokes that you're like, oh. Wow, I'm surprised they let these teenagers get away with that. Um, mm-hmm. I think there's probably things maybe you can do because it's animation or whatever. But I think this movie can appeal to the people who aren't like us, right? So yeah. when when we first saw the trailer, I think the first trailer we saw was in front of of Spider Verse. Um, I think so, yeah, right around that time. The same my my wife who isn't into comic books, who has no connection with. Um, Spider-Man or Ninja Turtles, right? The first time we saw Spider-Verse, she was like, that was incredible. Then we saw uh, the new one this year and the trailer for Turtles plays in front of it. And she, she, I remember her turning to me and going, I will watch that in theaters with you. And I was like, whoa, because that's a big deal. She doesn't care to go to the movie theaters unless it's like a big deal. She's like, I'll watch right. that with you in the theaters. And I was like, can I buy the ticket now? This is like eight months ago. Um, <laughs> can you tattoo it on your wrist so I can have, have proof that yeah, you said this? Yeah. You're going to do this? Any, yeah, I need a receipt on that. So to be able to share that with her and for her to find a tremendous amount of enjoyment out of this movie speaks volumes that it's not just for the super fans. Um, right. I was describing it to a friend at work that this is like, super bad meets teen wolf right mm-hmm. like it's the the coming of age trying to fit in and figure out where you fit in this world is not a new thing for like these coming of age teenage movies right, right and then right. and then you know like like teen wolf is a perfect example harry potter is a good example of like mm-hmm. mixing the teen angst of trying to figure out and fit in and figure out like what people are you know how, how you feel about what people feel about you mm-hmm and then adding to that, like, oh, I'm a wizard. Oh, I turn into a werewolf. It's like that double thing where it's like, now you're going to fit in even less because not only are you a weird, awkward teenager, but you're also a werewolf or a wizard or you are a turtle. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love like the blending of those two things together. Uh, the design in it, right? These turtles look like individuals. Right. Uh, and also, you know, not ugly to look at, like the right. last two things that we had. Yeah, they've been Ninja a little Turtles. bit rough to look at, for sure. Oh, boy. Yeah, boy. it's like we're, we're trying to be too realistic, I think. Um, I think Leonardo in this movie has the most classic Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle looks. He looks a lot yeah, like thought the exactly the same thing. Regular, like NECA from the original mm-hmm. live action. He looks the most classic. Mm-hmm. But then you have, like, Raph. He's, like, 
the body sculpt is completely different. Mike is the little tiny little dude. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's your, there's your mm-hmm. cup right there. But they're mm-hmm. all different. They all look totally different from one another. Um, which helps. And they you know, have slightly like, different greens this time too. Yeah, the shades like, are different. Like they really took the time to make sure that they were individuals, and they, it wasn't mm-hmm. the only thing that separating them was the weapons and the colors on their bandanas. They mm-hmm. are clearly, clearly look different, and I think that serves the the film really well because at some point, um, you see them without them on, and you know exactly who they are without the bandanas on. And I think that's a huge part of the film. Is like. Mm-hmm. Hey, we don't have to differentiate ourselves here. Like we're trying to fit in and doing that thing. And I, you know, the, the fact that it's set in a time where the kids are the the, the turtles are actually teenagers, right? Um, which is like a big conceit of this movie. And I've, I've, you know, listened to many interviews with Seth Rogen saying like they've never done they've never been teenagers. They've always yeah. been like adults in suits or adults voicing it. So yeah. we hired teenagers. Um, mm-hmm. They're playing teenagers, and I think that just brings that 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 for me like made the whole film right. Their voices are cracking. They're super awkward. <laughs> they're they're saying dumb boy teenage crap uh, yeah. on a regular basis. Yeah. Um. And I, you know, it's interesting as as the guy who loves Donatello, like he's he's my guy. Um. I walked out of this movie with a far more appreciation for like Mikey and Raph in a way that like I did it have before like oh of course i love all the turtles but i was like i walked out of being like i want more mikey in my life you know for the (laughs) first time ever you know he's the fun free-spirited one so they all fit their their characterizations that they've had for decades and decades into it but in a way that feels super super genuine because they're hiring actual kids to do these voices um and that that just brings a level of like authenticity to the movie about teenage mutant ninja turtles (laughs) <laughs> right, but I I do think that I do think that you're really hitting on like the strength of the writing, mm-hmm. and um like you could have child actors voice adult lines, but if you write dialogue that doesn't sound authentic to their age range, then you've failed, and right. that's not that's not this movie in the least. No, um, and I I was the the we were it, it's funny we were coming home and Cynthia was like I want to watch them voice the character I want to see the how they made these things because these kids just crush it. Mm-hmm. Seth Rogen was talking in an interview that you know, typically animation dialogue is recorded separately, right? Many yeah. people who have done dialogue, they've never even met their f- other people in that cast. Um mm-hmm. And so they, you know, they were doing that. They were, everyone was running their lines and doing their things. And he was like, this, this doesn't feel good. And Mm -hmm. I guess while they were doing the recording sessions, they broke for lunch and the four actors playing the Ninja Turtles were eating together and just being teenagers. And Seth is getting craft service or whatever. And he's like, that, Mm -hmm. everything that they're saying, they were, they were doing the joke that ends up apparently ends up making it into the film they're they're making fun of new yorkers mm-hmm. uh you know the bacon egg and cheese and, da, 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 and how you doing <laughs> um and so yeah. he said they have to do their sessions together like there's no way around this we have to do this together so that's where i think you get a lot of that like genuine this is the genuine article man like these kids yeah. absolutely are perfect in the role the writing is super strong. They get to just be themselves a little bit more when when you're putting these folks all together in a room. But yeah, film I is mean, so good. I think like the only thing that I have as a criticism is there was maybe one too many jokes about milking. 
uh, for my taste. I was like, rule of threes, guys, not rule right. of sixes. You said this. It was funny the first time. It's funny the third time. Oh, yeah. you're, like, you're doing it. You're like, doing it again. Yeah, and yeah. and that's the teenage aspect of it, where I'm just like, all right, okay, okay, I might be getting, I might be getting a little <laughs> on in my years. This is yeah, a little longer the tooth. I'm not. It's not meant for me. Yeah, milking is funny. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, this is it, it's it's so interesting. You know, they're they're really, you know, we find the turtles. Uh, not able to go outside, you know. The 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 film opens on like this mission. Okay, guys, we're using our stealth and our cunning and our tech to do grocery shopping without people knowing. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. was a really fun spin on the thing. You know, you're meeting April O'Neil, who, you know, luckily for them, is the first human that they meet who isn't immediately terrified by by their by their appearance. Uh, you know they've been raised by Splinter, who's like you. You cannot go outside at all. So mm-hmm. they've already got all those things stacked against them, right? They're mm-hmm. teenagers in the world. They're mutant ninja turtles. They've got a dad who's like, humans are terrible. You can't be with them. And then the first one they meet is like, that's so terrible. Like how how are we sort of um, figuring this out? So new new creature designs. I mean, we were talking about the toys. A little bit earlier, I remember one of my favorite toys was my Ray Filet toy, mm-hmm. who went underwater, his colors changed. So we've got all the all the classics are here, <laughs> right? Ray Filet, Mondo Gecko, Bebop and Rocksteady. Leatherhead. Um, yeah, man. I mean, and but but our main villain is a brand new creation. And I think you you hit on that, but like we do want to keep growing it a little bit more, right? Mm-hmm. The mythos has mm-hmm. to give us something a little bit different. And mm-hmm. it would have been very easy for them to just be like, it's Shredder, always Shredder, right. Shredder, Shredder. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But I like that they didn't do that. Uh, right. And they they said, well, let's let's do something different. Let's give you maybe a different origin, uh, but that still stays true to to the the canon of of the turtles. Um and so they could have easily just been like, boom, we're going to just shoot our shot and that's it. But I I think they knew, hey, we know what we've got here. We're going to yeah. probably do this again. We can, yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there and hope that that's the pay the payoff at the end, which is what re- people really want to see is Turtles and Shredder. Mm-hmm. And let's let's set these guys up a little bit more first before we drop that on you. Um, Absolutely. And I, yeah. I can't wait for that. Mm-hmm. I, I think that uh, one of the things that we talked about after the movie ourselves too was like, it's just nice that uh, a franchise like this has such longevity that like new kids can get into it. And as a consequence, old kids like us can still have the stuff that we love. And I yeah. think that that's wonderful. Uh, not every franchise gets a chance like this to, you know, take a bite at the apple multiple or, you know what, maybe a, a bite of the pizza. Uh, as many yes. times as as the turtles well have, uh, but there's a like, lot of slices. Then they're not all the most delicious. Nope, they're not. But it's still at the end of the day, it's still pizza, man, and pizza still rocks. <laughs> it's it's still good. <laughs> yeah, and I think maybe the only thing I forgot to mention is that, like, on top of the shows, I've had such connection to the turtles video games over the years, and there's a ton of really quality and bad ones too. Uh, um, video games that are really near and dear to my heart and the arcade experience like what i have back here yeah uh like so much of it is turtle focused there's a shot in the movie where it really seems like they are referencing uh those action uh beat-em-ups 
mm-hmm. if you will. Yeah. Right. And I just love that they celebrate all aspects of the turtles, including one of my favorites, which is all the video games, which by the way, uh, slight tangent. Did you see that they're going to be in street fighter six? Cause they are. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Brand new from Evo. They're going to Here, be in street fighter six. Here's what I'll say. I'm currently playing, um, uh shredders revenge Revenge. yeah on the switch which is Mm -hmm. for anyone who's ever played the original ones or turtles in time you'll it's that just in 2023 and it's phenomenal um now i'm ready for the turtles to get the spider-man batman video game treatment Mm -hmm. like that free world tap into the next turtle I need a free roaming thing just like the Spider-Man PS5 games, but set to the Ninja Turtles. Like I'll be I'll be happy with that. Like, <laughs> come on, guys, make it happen. Maybe and maybe make like in this animated style. Like it doesn't have to be live action, but like give us this world, right? Created from this movie. Put put the put the Spider-Man skin, put the turtle skins on the Spider-Man <laughs> character, and let's do this thing, man. Let's do it. Just an immersive thing like that um yeah i'm i'm a happy turtle fan and 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 even beyond that i'm just i'm a happy movie fan right now because yeah what a year it's just it's just a good solid flick it's got tons of heart Mm -hmm. it looks incredible even though they're trying to make it purposely not look incredible and polished (laughs) like animated films before right you look at this versus like as much as I didn't care for Super Mario Brothers movie, it is mm-hmm. insane to look at. It is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then you look at this and it's just a different kind of beautiful, right? Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. it's a little ugly. It's a little disjointed, but I think it just serves it serves uh, the story so, so well. So It matches them. Yeah. It just does. Yeah. It's... Yeah. Oh, I'm so <laughs> glad I, I live to see this movie. <laughs> it's like, just make it. Just make it to August, man. <laughs> Got to watch my health. Got to take care of myself. And yep. this was the one. And this was the one for me for the year. Like, mm-hmm. yes, so many, you know, the Mission Impossible, the, the beginning of the end for one of my arguably favorite franchises mm-hmm. currently right now. You've got Denny Villeneuve's Dune Part 2 hopefully coming out later this year. A mm-hmm. new Christopher Nolan movie. Spider-Verse number two. It's just mm-hmm. like, God, this year was just stacked. And I was like... And this one was just the sitting atop by itself. I was like, we get a yeah. new tin, nin, Ninja Turtle movies. The last one that we had out of the shadows was fine. Uh, let's see what you got. And then you see that trailer and you're just like, yeah, this is going to this is going to be freaking amazing. And it was so happy, happy. It absolutely exceeded my expectations. Yeah. So I guess what we're saying is go see it. Yes. Turtle fan or not. Uh, I think this is just a great film. You know, if you've got kids, take them, you know, I, I think your mileage may vary on kind of where it gets a little maybe dicey in some things. I, I don't yeah. think you're going to need to really worry about that so much. But I am uh, super fortunate to have uh, a lot of nieces and nephews. Mm. And I'm like, hey, nephews, you guys interested in seeing Ninja Turtles? <laughs> no, you haven't. No. Yeah. Listen, I'll take you if you want to go see it. <laughs> So I'm about to make phone calls to my sisters, being like, "Hey, did, did, did the, I'll take them. Don't worry about it. It'll give you. It's two, really hot outside. I'll, I'll I'll make sure that they're nice, someplace air conditioned and cool. Yeah. Hey, listen, take an hour and a half. Just hang out, 
I'll take the boys off your hands for you. I'll take the, all the kids off your hands for you. That's fantastic. We're going to see how many times I can go and see this movie. All right, we'll start taking side bets on like our non-existent pop chart Discord. That's right, that's right. <laughs> how many times is a pop chart going to see Mutant Mayhem? <laughs> Ten. <laughs> That'd be something, if only there yeah. was time for that. Exactly. So that's it. I mean, that's... That's, That's our episode. It. Yep. Thanks for joining us, everyone, as always. Uh, in next week's episode, or in the coming week's episode, we're going to be hopefully talking about Oppenheimer and the uh, uh, catalog of Christopher Nolan uh, in total. Uh, we got some other irons in the fire, potentially guests, like Easy always says. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like a, I'm always like, oh, nope, that didn't work out. Uh, 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 that, that didn't work out. Yeah, oh, so it'll, we'll, it'll happen. It'll happen. We'll do some Chris Nolan stuff. We're going to revisit some old uh, some old TV shows that we've talked about many years in the past on our That's old true. show. So we're going to revisit some fun stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, thank you uh, for listening and watching and joining us on the pop chart. Don't forget, you can listen to all back episodes on Spotify, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts. Amazon right here on YouTube. Go check it out. Check it out. Thanks for joining us, everybody. See you next week. <laughs>